Amen. Move, oh, Holy Ghost, how you want to move today, God. Have your way, Lord. For your presence so strong in the atmosphere. Pastor Marcia, Prophet Vernon, we're here. I know I haven't given you a prophetic word because God did not speak of His manifestation. Wait for His manifestation. He's going to special place. Even within your marriage, he's going to special Strong as the three chords of symbols. <laughs> three chord holes, not easily broken. There's some that's trying to, that has tried to break the marriage. Praise the Lord, welcome. And God is saying, not so. They have tried recently. They're trying to continue to locate you in the heavenly realm because they're coming to his prayer. And God is saying, not so. And I'm praying and asking God to cut them off so that, so that they shall not find you no more. Their mouth shall not even speak of you no Because your ministry shall fall. You shall continue to do the work of the Lord. And seems not a For the lame, for the dumb, for those that have been thrown away, those that have not been uh, looked upon, those that are not known. God is going to use you tremendously to continue to keep the faith and build the faith in others that they may work for him. They may do what he's called them to do. He's going to use your ministry 
tremendously to give people that faith, that hope that I can go on, I can move forward. I have support. God said, as you have upstained and upheld this ministry, as you have spread the gospel about this ministry, God said, watch much more what I do for you in your ministry. And he may not necessarily want you to have a building. He may want you to just go around building services, making connections with other people, more so on a crusade level than anything. For those that are new, just getting on the line, um, I've God has given us instructions to get our prayer shawl to anoint our heads, so we prepare to do that before we move forward in service. You have been broken in your burden and God is is conditioning your heart. He's repairing your heart. He's restoring. We are free. 
You are free. You are free of hurt. Free of pain. Free of anguish. Free of being dismayed. Free of confusion. Free of being set back, let back. Free of being controlled. Free of being lied to. Skin disease, you're free. You are free. You are healed today. You are healed today. Cancers of all types, herpes of all types, um, hepatitis of all types, colds. Viruses, you are free. This is what he died on the cross for. This is what he bore that day that he had to carry that 300 pound cross. Cry out unto your father. Say, I thank you, God. Blessed be the name of the Lord God Almighty, for he is risen. He no longer laid in that grave. He told us that he had to go to prepare a place for us, that he will come back. He is not a God that shall lie. He's not that man that told you, I will be back for you, and you're still standing waiting for him. He's not that woman that lied and said, I will come back to help you, and you still standing waiting for her. He's not your children that have done countless and numerous things to disappoint you and not move and obey you. He's not that person. He's not the thief on the street that comes to steal, kill, and rob. He's not the enemy, but God is risen. God is risen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, God. Hallelujah. I thank you, Father. I thank you for this sanctuary, this sanctified moment, God. I thank you, O oh God, for the blood that came streaming down, God. I thank you for the water that was pured out of your body. Thank you for the blood that spattered upon the mercy seat, O oh God. Thank you for the ark of the covenant that houses, O oh God. And the singer of Koshana, Yandere Beshondorobosa, O God, the Bansan, the Liando, Handi Osha, the basic instructions before leaving this earth, O oh God. For you did not leave us with no guidance, O oh God, but you left us in a perfect will, a perfect peace, a perfect place, O oh God. 
You left us in a time, Father, where we could, oh God, endure, Father, those things, Lord God. We thank you today, God. We thank you today. We thank you today. Praise the Lord, welcome. Thank you today, God. Praise the Lord who just called in. Hi, my name is Jackie. You said Jackie? Yes. Praise the Lord, Sister Jackie. Welcome. We've um, had instructions to get your anointing off, anoint your head with your oil. If you have a prayer shawl or a prayer garment, you can wrap yourself or cover your head um, as we're moving forward in the service. And I say welcome again. I know you feel the intensity. This is just the Holy Spirit. We haven't even gotten to the good news. (laughs) Blessed be the name of the Lord God Almighty. Know that God is doing a new thing. A new head called Normanski. I ain't going to teach you about no Easter. Because it ain't about no bunny. It ain't about no egg. ain't about no little crosses on no plate. This is about the born and bearing of the Holy Spirit. Of what he died for. How he went through the pain. How he suffered. Long suffering. This is about our salvation. Getting right with the Holy Ghost. Your relationship with God on a day-to-day basis, one-on-one. If you have a ministry, if you have a prayer life, if you have an individual uh, relationship with the Heavenly Father, we need to learn to keep it going, be consistent, in season and out of season, ready. To do what thus says the Lord God of hosts. Because we're living in our heaven on earth. We don't wait till we get to heaven to live in heaven. God has already made conducive ways for us. This is why he died on the cross for our sins. Because he said it is finished. For your bills, it is finished. For your health, it is finished. For your career, it is finished. For your mindset, it is finished. For your children out in the world, it is finished. For your children that are living a sanctified life, it is finished. For those that are struggling to sin, it is finished. For the wars that we have to fight continuously, it is finished. Maya, glory, glory, glory. Glory be unto God. It is finished. 
Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The conflict of interest in the family, it is finished. It is well. Huh? Hallelujah, Jesus. Come on. Take a deep breath in, exhale, relax, if the tears start flowing, allow them to flow. God bottles every tear for every blessing that he will bless us with. Crying is not a sign of weakness. Crying is a form of purity, purifying yourself, purifying your attitude, purifying your mind to give you the rejuvenation. God wants to restore in some of you.
around the line feels beautiful. My God. My, my, my. Welcome, Holy Spirit. We want God to come into a beautiful place. We don't want God to come in having to turn over anything. We want Him to come in to bless it all. He said His house shall be a house of prayer. All this house. This is where we want our house to be all the time. This atmosphere right here. your mindsets on God. You all are carrying too much weight throughout the week. Carrying too much throughout your days. We need to empty out before we can pour back in. Allow God to move on you and through you. Allow God to take your heavy burden. Allow God to take your baggage, your lying, your stealing, your conniving, your anger, your stress, your envy, your strife. Your dis, um, your dismayings, your your disobedience, your unforgiveness, your misunderstanding, your confusion, your hurt, your pain, your guilt, the strain, the stress, the darts from other people, word curses. Those things that have been sent to you, known and unknown, seen and unseen, heard and unheard, allow God to remove all of it, all of it. Yes, the enemy is the prince of this air, but we don't have to live and breathe his air because God has a brand new air for us. God has waited for us already. God has an atmosphere conducive and set for us. We got to learn how to shift. We are atmosphere changers, atmosphere shifters. You have the authority to do so. Whenever, 
you walk into a room. Whenever you walk into a place, you have the authority and the ability to shift the atmosphere if it's not conducive for the Holy Spirit to dwell there. Speak to the atmosphere. Mountains, these are moved. Hilltops, be destroyed. I send you back to the dust. I break every chain that's trying to chain you up. Every rope that's trying to tie you down. Every knot that's trying to be tied. Every bitch and, and, and uh, hole that's trying to be dug for you. So it shall be closed up. Every spirit of lack, sabotage, we destroy it now. It has no authority. If it's not of God, it's not for you. So I say welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome to Wells of Living Water Springing Up Ministries. I am your apostle, Apostle Don. I come to you graciously, humbly, from the throne of grace, giving honor to God as my Lord Jesus Christ and Savior, who I believe and know that has died and risen on the third day for my well-being of living, for my well-being of having life, strength, health, and wealth, understanding to live by wisdom, to walk by faith and not by sight, to continually to lean upon his will for my life, that I may live a life conducive unto the will of the Father, that I shall not sleep or slumber too early, that I shall live long life and have life more abundantly, for I will walk in peace not in darkness, I will live in peace and not in confusion. For I pray the same unto you and your family, for your generation to generation to be blessed, as God has intended for us to live a life wealthy of, of treasure, of a good measure from heaven, not from an earthly standpoint, but from a spiritual standpoint, that you would get understanding and wisdom and that your knowledge will be increased, that you will be able to live by your wisdom and not by what you thought or what you can see, but what the faith that you have measured out for yourself to be conducive for you. Everyone's not on the same level. Everyone won't receive the same things at the same time. For the fivefold ministry in the offices of the apostles, the prophets, the teachers, the evangelists, um, I pray, and the pastors and the prophets, I pray that you all would do what thus saith the Lord, be obedient, not lying, not manipulating, but telling the truth, standing firm, 
being able to go and lead and guide the people that they would not go astray to win the souls out of the camp of the enemy, to bring them into the heavenly realms for good measures, pressed down, shaken together, running over, for the peace that surpasses all understanding, that their souls will be anchored in the Lord God Almighty, for when the winds blow, the waters roll, that they will not be tossed to and fro, but they will be anchored surely in God. For this is the day that the Lord has made. I shall rejoice and be glad in it. I was glad when they said unto me, Let us go into the house of the Lord. Let us dwell together. For when two or more are gathered in his name, there he is in the midst. I say, Welcome, Holy Spirit. For we give you honor and charge, Lord God, that you will be in the midst of this. Assembly of the body of Christ today, that we will hear your voice, we will feel your thunder, your rain, and your tremble. Oh, God, for this is the day that they said, it is finished, for he is risen. Oh, God, I thank you for dying on the cross. I thank you for bearing and bearing those sins that I've committed knowingly, unknowingly, willing and unwillingly, Lord God. But, Father, we shall not bow to Baal. We shall not worship not another idol, O oh God. Father God, I pray for the generation that there are to come, that are in colleges, O oh God, in school. Father, even the babes that have not even begun to know what school is all about. But God, let's keep our tradition in our black communities, Asian communities, white communities, Hispanic communities, all the creation that you created for the human race, the human body, God, that they will seek after what you have ordained them to be in their mother's womb, oh God, what their true giftings are, either to march on a marching band, oh God, to play those instruments, either to be a doctor, either to be a lawyer, a teacher, those to direct the traffic, those to conduct the pathway for traffic to be ran. Lord God, the architectures. Father, there's so many other avenues other than being a drug addict, a drug pusher, a pimp, a hoe, a prostitute, all these things that the society wants us to think we are only subject to. You can be a homeowner, a home buyer, one that owns land and property, one that can be a business owner, one that can house people and help the sick, help the lame, help the lost. Father, we ask that your hands will move upon the ideas and thought processes of our brain, that we shall not give up upon our own selves. But, God, I ask that you would move swiftly in our communities and our children, Lord. Let them know that they are worthy. They can become good chefs, good cooks, have ice cream trucks, have food trucks, have restaurants, have multi-million businesses. 
They can be a multi-millionaire. They can be a good real estate agent. Oh, God. Oh, God, that their faith failed them not, God. That they can work, oh, God, and live a lifestyle that's conducive for their own selves not mimicking or copying anybody for failure, but they shall prosper in the way of everything that they do. Because the Word of God says that anything that you put your hands unto, as you are a new creature in Christ, born again, filled with the Holy Ghost, fire baptized, speaking with other tongues, that anything you put your hand to, that it shall be blessed. Anything you set your mind upon, it shall be blessed. As you're doing it in the right manner to help someone, to bless someone, to please the Heavenly Father, God will surely bless you. For this is the day that the Lord has made. I shall rejoice and be glad in it. For the joy of the Lord is my strength. For the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. For he maketh me to lie down in green pastures. For he leadeth me beside the still waters. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I shall fear no evil. For thou art with me, thy rod and thy staff, thy comfort me. Thou prepares a table before me. In the presence of my enemies, my cup runneth over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. For I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge. He is my fortress. Whom shall I fear? For the Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? When the wicked, even my enemies and my foes, came upon me to eat up my flesh, they stumbled and fell. Though an host shall encamp against me, my heart shall not fear. Anybody that rises up against you, that tries to destroy you, that tries to talk about you, that tries to demise you behind your back, in your face, you shall not get timid. You shall not be afraid. Why? Because though and host shall encamp against me, my heart shall not fear. Though war shall rise against me, in this will I be confident. One thing have I desired of the Lord, that will I seek after, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to behold the beauty of the Lord, and to inquire in his temple. For in the time of trouble, he shall hide me in his pavilion. In the secret of his tabernacle shall he hide me. He shall set me upon a rock, and now shall my head be lifted up above mine enemies round about me. Therefore will I offer in this tabernacle sacrifices of joy. I will sing, yea, I will sing praises unto the Lord. Hear, O Lord, when I cry with my voice. Have mercy also upon me 
and answer me. When thou saidest, Seek ye my face, my heart said unto thee, Thy face, Lord, will I seek. Hide not thy face far from me. Put not thy servant away in anger. Thou hast been my help. Leave me not. Neither forsake me, O God of my salvation. When my father and my mother forsook me, then the Lord will take me up. Teach me thy way, O Lord, and lead me in a plain path because of mine enemies. Deliver me not over unto the will of my enemies, for false witnesses are risen up against me, and such as breathe out cruelty. I had fainted unless I had believed to see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Wait on the Lord, be of good courage, and he shall strengthen thine heart. Wait, I say, on the Lord. Amen. 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 That speaks volumes right there. That particular one you just said, wait on the Lord, and that speaks volumes today. Hallelujah, God, you're worthy. I open the floor for anyone that has anything to say or share. Any testimonies? Anybody have anything that the Lord has laid upon their heart? As we have gone forth and God has cleared our airways today, we don't have nothing clogged up in our larynxes and we can talk freely. We can shout freely. We can sing unto the Lord God Almighty. I look at our bodies as our lives. We don't have anything to hold us back and down. We can move as we have our being. God is good and worthy to be praised. Yes, this prophetess of Praise the Lord. Can you hear me? Yes. Yes. I just wanted to say that um, just give some insight of what God has given me for right now or today. And he's telling me, and it's not only just me to prophesy to those that's online, I'm prophesying also to myself. But But the Lord is saying today that even though death, even though problems, even though shame, even though a lot of life issues has arise in our lives, God said he's still God and he's still on the throne. And God said he's still in the loving, caring, and merciful business. And God says that he still holds us in the palm of his hand. And God says that he's still God and he sits on the throne. No man puts him off of his throne. No man takes um, takes his uh, takes his place of the throne because he said, "I am still God, and I have, I will show my glory, and I have shown my glory, and I will continue to show my glory to my people." And God says that, "Be not dismayed and be not concerned, because I am the Lord thou God, and I will and continue will to keep you in perfect peace." long as your mind is stayed on me, thus said the Lord. I am the Lord thou God. I have risen, and I, I am risen, thus said God. I am the Lord thou God, and I will keep thee, and I will honor thee, and I will bless thee, says the Lord. Today is this day 
that the day is the day that you serve me, God says, and I will uphold my promises that I have promised to you, God says. All that I have promised to you, God, the Lord says. He said, I will uphold my promise. He said, my word goes out into the earth like the, like the snow, and it will not return unto me void what I have already said, thus said God. I will perform it this day, says the Lord. In your lives, thus says the Lord. I am the Lord your God, and I love you dearly, says the Lord of hosts. Prophesy, prophet. Hmm. I told you you can only prophesy. We can only give you the word of the Lord if you pull on the faith. As you have faith, we can prophesy. You can hear from the Lord. Hmm. Blessed be the name of the Lord God Almighty. Hallelujah. God, we thank you for your word. For you are God and God alone. We worship you. Is there another? Hi, everyone. This is Jackie. Can y'all hear me? Yes, ma'am. Praise the Lord. Praise God. I'm just glad to be in the number one more time. And I just want to sing a little bit. Um, I'm just picking a little verses out because it, I feel like it goes right here. And it goes, and I'm just going to, I'm not doing the whole song. I'm just going to do some verses. Jesus went to Calvary to save a wretch like you and me. That's love. Hallelujah. That's love. They hung him high. They stretched him wide. He hung his head. And then he died. That's love. My God. That's love. That's not how the story ends. Three days later, he rose again. That's love. That's love. When we think about resurrection and the day and what take and what took place, it's like you know death couldn't hold him down, you know. And because God so loved us so much that He sent His only begotten Son that. In three days, he knew we needed a Savior, and in three days, he rose again for me and you and for all of us, you know. And then I think about the other song when it says, It reaches to the highest mountain. Hallelujah. Yes, God. It goes to the lowest Valley, oh yes, the blood, the blood gives me strength from day to day. It will never lose its power. And I heard this guy preach on yesterday. He was talking about the different types of blood and 
how Muhammad, his blood can expire. Buddha is gone, been expired. And all those other different denominations that deal with all these other idols, it expired. But when you talk about the blood that on Gotham's Hill when it first came streaming down, it never expired. It doesn't have no expiration date. It doesn't expire. You don't get old. It never loses its power. And I'm just so grateful today, and I'm so thankful about the blood and what he did on this day for me and for all of us. Who wouldn't serve a God like this? Mm. Amen. 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 We thank you. Evangelist Jackie, we thank you. <laughs> to God be all the glory. Hallelujah. Amen. Collections of the songs of the word, the hymns that keep us. You know, everybody wants to, to, to travel and move in the newness, and we mm. can do that, but we cannot forget about the old. Yes. You can't forget about the old because the old is what got us to the new. Come on now. <laughs> Everybody, see, I'm I'm a different apostle. I'm I'm sorry, y'all not gonna like it, but you got these artists that's coming out now with this Christian music that's sounding like the world, looking like the world. You know, it's very controversial, even with our clothing. We have to be careful of the things that we're purchasing because you're purchasing things of the enemy and you don't know it. You mm. have artists coming out with clothing lines and shoes, and it's on, it was on the news about the guy, the Lord, Lord Nas X. He's come out mm-hmm. with shoes called Satan. He mm. also has a video where he has explicit himself to be from the heaven all the way down to the pit of hell, having with the devil as he's also dressed in woman's apparel for these perverted and conversions of these demonic spirits that our children are faced with every day. It's praying time, saints. It's time for us to really be on the prowl with the Lord. If you're going to plow the field, don't look back because you're making a mark going forward. God is calling for us to assemble together for a reason. It's not by happenstance that you just got on the line all let me get up. I'm going to get online today. No, God has already orchestrated our footsteps. Because you may want to go to the grocery store. Oh, I'm going to cook my dinner today. I, I'm God. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. No, God is saying, I want you to stand still. It's not about no food. It's not about no gathering of no family. Because your family is not always conducive to be your bloodline. God creates your family for you. He even spoke it before he went to Calvary. 
My family is not anybody that does not serve my heavenly Father. My God, Jesus. If you want to be technical, because we are all on the line together on one accord, and God did come and do a visitation. We're family because he came to visit us on one accord. The motto and the mission of this ministry that you follow is that we all come on one accord as God has intended us to be, helping one another, tending to each other's needs. If I know that you are down, you are in need, we're going to help you. That's the difference from the society out in the world of the old church. We may do some things on a traditional level, but not really because we have to follow the will and the way of God. I'm even cautious and careful on how I live because you follow me. If you don't keep me in alignment and I don't keep you in alignment, where are we going? The blind is leading the blind. You all need to testify on how you have come in contact with this ministry and you have been obedient and you have been diligent. The same thing that you would do with another ministry, you've sown your money, your tithe into this ministry, and you have reaped a harvest in your finances. Your health has increased. Something has happened in your household that's never happened before. There are signs, miracles, and wonders that have happened. Why? Because this is good ground. God dwells here, and there's a difference. So when God said that he died on that cross for us and he rose again, he did not rise with the hatred. He did not rise with the malice in his heart. He rose again in a different light that we all may have life and life abundantly. He came back to show the devil that you thought you took their life in the garden of Eden. But I have come back to give them life more abundantly because I love them. I come back for my bride, my groom. Let us go back to our first love. Which is Christ. This is why it's important that you be obedient and follow the will of the Father. Because if we never welcome him back into our lives, we're not on the full path that we're supposed to be on because you're still straddling the fence. 
Just because we confess, oh, yes, God, I believe you died on the third day and you rose. And I believe the cross was there to bear our sins and our hurt and our this and our that. But you go and turn around and somebody try to challenge you in the street and you don't confess the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, but you bend and toil towards their way. Oh, they said we, we, we can't wear this out. We, we can't look like that. We can't do this. We can't. You better not. You wear your prayer shawl. You wear your oil. They put on their funky cologne. They out here wearing their, their smoke. Their cigarette, their crack, their hair rod, their weed. Why can't you wear your oil? Because that's what God is looking for. God ain't, when he came for the ten women, thinking their lamps were trimmed with their oil, only five went behind that door. The other five had to go out into the marketplace to try to buy oil to be prepared. And that's not how we are to be. Because you going out in the marketplace buying something, you don't know what you're buying. Huh? God equips us with everything we need. In this ministry, we have our own of everything. What does the Bible say? God blesses the child that has his own. You need oil, we have oil. You don't have to go outside to try to find oil. You don't have to go out to find anointed oil. You don't have to go out to find the holy oil because we have both of them. God created it himself for this ministry and for us to share with the world. Do you need a prayer partner? You ain't got to go out and find a prayer partner. We have many on the line. You need an intercessor? We have intercessors. You need a pastor, we have a pastor. You need an apostle, we have an apostle. Welcome into my situation. Praise the Lord, welcome. Welcome into my You need a teacher, we have somebody that can teach you. Everything is already conducive here. You have to reach out. Just as God was up on the cross and he had the two thieves on each side of him. And they was like, well, if they say who you are, why don't you get, out, get us down from here? Get yourself down. First of all, we need to put our pride in. We need to be humble and allow humility to arise. Thank you, baby boy. When the lady ran over, then baby boy Weaver, we need to. Um, can you? I ain't seen my fat cat. There you go, right there behind us. (laughs) You know. Then we need to understand that. When we do and follow the will of the Lord, it makes a better way for us 
as we said, we have to sacrifice. You know, a lot of a lot of people did the Lent, the forty one day fast of giving up something for Lent and Ash. You know. Those things mean a lot to God if you do them in a proper manner, a proper way. So we have to take these things seriously because society is really trying not to allow us to live in a way that we are supposed to live conducive to the Lord because they want us to be idolizing all of these things. We watch TV. We watch TV shows. You got to be careful what you're feeding your spirit, your eye gates, your ear gates, because this stuff begins to alter your mood. Then when you come into the body in the assembly of Christ, you pour pouring that stuff out in the atmosphere. Your sister, your brother talking or speaking to you, you hunching your shoulders, or you, you know, they think they all that look of how they dress them. And all that. why not be good dressed when you come into the father's house? You ain't supposed to come in with no rags on, unless that's all you have. But at some point, you got to dress it up. You got to fix yourself up. It, it does not make sense that you spend your time constantly with the Father. As you say, he has risen for you. You're going to tell me that he's not going to make way for you to be a better person, a better self within yourself? But you have to stay the same? That's what he delivered us out of Egypt for. Am I right or wrong? So, let's make sure we're not getting stuck and hung up on these pagan holidays. We have to remember the old as well as the new and know where the new is steering us wrong. We need our elders to step forth. Open your mouth. If it ain't right, it ain't right. Whether we get an attitude about it or whatever, we have to stand to be corrected. Amen. Is there anybody else that has anything they would like to share or say? Um, Apostle Shadon, I, I have something for us. Praise the Lord. <laughs> I'm sorry, give me a moment. I'm in this truck. <laughs> I'd just like to say I'm giving all honor to God in recognition of the day that we celebrate his um, death, burial, and, res- and resurrection. It's a very special day. I just want to talk about the God man. And if you would allow me, Apostle Shadon, to to take my time because there's some scripture verses mm-hmm. I would just like to take in our mind and in our heart for today. If you have a pen and pad, I have one, two, three, four, I have five scripture readings. 
and I'll give you a little uh, title of it. The first scripture is St. John 1, 1 through 5, and it talks about the deity of Jesus Christ. The second scripture is 1 John 1, 1 through 4, and it's about the testimony. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's one of them, but it's not in that order. The first one is St. John 1, 1 through 5. The second one is Romans 1, 3 through 6. The third one is 1 John 1, 1 through 4. The fourth one is St. John 3 and 16. And the fifth one... St. John 14 and 6. Um, St. John 1, 1 through 5, the deity of Jesus Christ. Romans 1, 3 through 6 is the humanity of Jesus Christ. The third one, 1 John 1, 1 through 4, the testimony of Christ. Fourth one, St. John three sixteen is how God loves you. And the fifth one, Jesus is the way to the Father. So if we read these, just just listen to what they say and let them speak to the Spirit. So St. John 1, 1 through 5. It's the deity of Jesus Christ, or the God, the God in Jesus. We're talking about the, the God man, so this is the God in Jesus. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The same was, was in the beginning with God. All things were made by him. And without him was not anything made that was made. In him was life. And the life was the light of men. And the light shineth in darkness. And the darkness comprehended it not. That's talking about the God in Jesus. Number two, Romans 1, 3, and 6 is the humanity of Jesus. I got to turn there. Romans. Romans. Okay. Romans 1, 3 through 6. Concerning his son, Jesus Christ our Lord, which was made of the seed of David according to the flesh, and declared to be the son of God with power according to the spirit of holiness by the resurrection from the dead, by whom we have received grace and apostleship for obedience to the faith among all nations for his name, among whom are ye also the called of Jesus Christ. 
John 3.16 and John 14.15 Govern yourselves accordingly as the Lord He has risen We ain't referencing no we're recognizing who God is with our life form. Bread He is risen. He is still yet alive. His love still endures forever upon us. He's with all, in all, through all. 
He's a spirit living being with inside of us as we continue to have breath in our bodies because he has breathed the breath of life into us that we shall continuously to do the work that he's called us to do upon this earth as living beings, as celestial beings, and to be absent of the body is to be present with the Lord. I continuously to keep this in your mind that God is love. We are to love one another as we love him and as he loves us. We want to get back to our first love. We want to be always in a position to be prepared and anchored in the Lord in season, out of season, to preach his word, to give someone a testimony of what God has done with our lives, that it may bring them out, it may deliver them, set them free, it may open up a pathway that's conducive for them. So please govern yourselves accordingly as we go forth in service. Is there anyone else that has anything to share or say? Okay. For those that are just getting on the line, I've instructed through the Holy Spirit that you anoint yourself with oil. If you have a prayer shawl, wrap up in your prayer shawl. Um, ease your mind, relax your mindset, clear your atmosphere, allow the Holy Spirit to enter in, to minister to you, to show you His goodness, His mercy. His grace that's sufficient enough is us. We welcome him in. We welcome him in. We welcome him in. For he's worthy. And worthy to be free. We're in worship right now. We're allowing God to humiliate to us. Fill us. Remove all the old that he can pour in the new. Thank you. 
Realm, but God is speaking on behalf of pouting. Whoever is pouting because you don't get your way, God is saying stop it because it's just like the children of Israel as they were in the wilderness. The more and more that they complained and they murmured, it caused them to be in the wilderness even longer. So because it does not work out the way that you want it to work, don't get upset, don't complain, don't murmur, don't pout. Just say, bless the Lord with all my soul. For all that's within me, I will bless the Lord. Another simple one, yet though they slay me, I will still praise him. Even though they're saying no, I'm still going to move forward until I get my yes. But the more that complain and you pout, the more that God is like, they're not ready. They have not learned. Don't be unlearned in this season. And we had that teaching a while back, not to be unlearned. In certain areas, we are unlearned. We are untaught. We need to learn how to stand strong, not go into baby mode, baby state, because it does not work out the way that we want it to work out. We have to stand firm and strong in the Lord. Psalms 82 says, God standeth in the congregation of the mighty, he judges among the gods. How long will ye judge unjustly and accept the persons of the wicked? Selah. Defend the poor and the fatherless. Do justice to the afflicted and needy. Deliver the poor and needy. Rid them out of the hand of the wicked. They know not 
neither will they understand. They walk on in darkness. All the foundations of the earth are out of course. I have said, ye are gods, and not all of you are children of the Most High. But ye shall die like men, and fall like one of the princes. Arise, O God, judge the earth, for thou shalt inherit all nations. And I read that because I want you to understand that God does not, forget about those that are in need. God does not forget about those that are in darkness. Those are the very ones that he comes back for. But because of the murmuring, the complaining, it looks like the wicked wins over you that are in trouble or are in distress. Psalms 89 says, I will sing of the mercies of the Lord forever. With my mouth will I make known thy faithfulness to all generations. For I have said, mercy shall be built up forever. Thy faithfulness shalt thou establish in every heavens, in the very heavens. I have made a covenant with my chosen. I have sworn unto David my servant, thy seed will I establish forever and build up thy throne to all generations, Selah. And the heavens shall praise thy wonders. O Lord, thy faithfulness also in the congregation of the saints. For who in the heaven can be compared unto the Lord? Who among the sons of the mighty can be likened unto the Lord. God is greatly to be feared in the assembly of the saints and to be had in reverence of all them that are about him. O Lord God of hosts, who is a strong Lord like unto thee, or to thy faithfulness round about thee? Thou rulest the raging of the sea when the waves thereof arise, Thou stillest them. Thou hast broken Rahab in pieces as one that is slain. Thou hast scattered thine enemies with the strong arm. The heavens are thine. The earth also is thine. As for the world and the fullness thereof, thou hast founded them. The north and the south, thou hast created them. Tabor and Hermon shall rejoice in thy name. Thou hast a mighty arm, strong is thy hand, and high is thy right hand. Justice and judgment are the habitation of thy throne. Mercy and truth shall go before thy face. Blesses the people that know the joyful sound. They shall walk, O Lord, in the light of thy countenance. In the name shall they rejoice all the day, and in the righteousness shall they be exalted. And I'm going to stop there because in the name, what is his name? We playing dead church again this Sunday? Because I don't do dead church. What is his name? Jesus. Uh, what is his name? 
As he died upon the cross, they were chanting all types of things. Huh? And we live in the land that they still chant. They still say all types of things. Mm-hmm. But they still have to remember at that name, all knees must bow. All tongues yes. must come that he yes. is Lord of Lords, King of yes. Kings. Yes. He yes. is the author and finisher of our faith. He is the yes. beginning yes. and the end. He is the bright and morning star. Mm-hmm. I am. He is I am that I am. He yes. is yes. Yes. No matter what they come to you to say, Allah, Buddha, Tima, uh, Christian, and the faith of this and the faith of that, and I believe this, and I'm I'm not that, but I believe this. But we want to say, God is in all. Right. God created us all, and he gave us a pathway to follow. Why is the gate, but narrow is the pathway. Yeah. If it's narrow, not all can walk upon this pathway. Not all will even find it. Not all will stay upon it. All will not die at the namesake of Jesus. The Father gave us his only begotten son because he loved us. He tried everything. Amen. He tried Moses. He tried John. He tried Abraham. He tried Jacob. They did not succeed to be obedient in the fullness of the capacity that God needed them to perform. Why? Because they fell subject to the things of life. They couldn't take people talking about them. They couldn't take people throwing things at them. They couldn't take people rebelling against them, walking away from them, talking about them, hitting them with things, locking them out, removing them from the crowds, them being removed and set aside because they were not made in the image of the same of the people. Only one withstood all of that for us. But Jesus. He felt what we feel. Yeah. He's endured what we now currently are enduring now. Mm. 
Let somebody come and hit us with a whip with with nails on it. We dead. From the first spot, we gone. We done had a heart attack. We done went into convulsion. It ain't happening. You're not going to carry us from state to state or city to city torturing us because our bodies can't handle it. The mindset is not strong enough to deal with it. But there was one. Yes, Lord. That have come and stood the test of time. Yeah. To endure the nights we cried, the days we laid in hospital beds, not conscious of knowing what we're doing, but others had to clean us and wipe us and wash us. Machines had to breathe for us and and insert our medicines inside the body, feed us. But already knew the time was coming such as this. Yeah. Yeah. So he said, I will... Put my son upon this cross to take him that he may have watch over not some but all. Not the ones that just want to make it to the land of Zion, but the ones that just want to reference Allah. I'm, I'm, I'm going to send him on a cross just for that. That's all. Just for those people, those clusters of people. No. He says that all may have life. Yeah. Yeah. So when you begin to judge, that's why he said read Psalms 82 about the unjustly. You want to judge what and for whom and why. What are you so much better for that you think you can sit back and judge me? All right. You want to sit back and judge me? Right. Or we're judging each other. Now, we're so busy mm. judging each other that the Father is not being glorified because there's too much judgment going on. Right. God right. gave you a leader, but you don't want the leader. Because the leader is not siding with you. The leader is not putting up with your mess, your, your tent stinking, yeah. your house ain't in order. You're not doing what God intended for you to do to live a justly life. But you want to come over here and tell me your child out of order. First of all, baby, you don't even have kids. Hey, hallelujah. All right, man. First of all, Mm. you want to come and tell me how to run my business. So you shouldn't charge 5% on your taxes. You should charge a a, a penny. You don't even come over here and buy nothing over here. Right. 
You go down the street with the chinks, and they put you out. They beat you up. They give you spoiled goods. But you want to come down here and justify what you don't know about. But God died on the cross for all of this because it's confusion. Yes. God had to literally travel from one jurisdiction to the next to be tried and trialed of what his wrongdoings was. Yes. And they still never fought him for what he did. Right. So it doesn't matter whether you're doing good or whether you're doing bad. Amen. Because it's never going to be justified in the eyes of man. It's still going to be you're not doing nothing. You're not proper. You're not right. Why? Because you want to be justified yourself to cover up what you don't have right, what you not doing right, what you can't get right. Yes. But you want to have church. Why do you want to have church? What is church for? What is church about? We gather on this line together for a purpose, a reason, because we want to enter into the gates. We want to hear, well done, thy faithful servant. Yes. Because we don't come on the line just to say, oh, we, we, we got it like that. Amen. You come to do Amen. things right and be subject for one another. As when God opens up the door for us to come together as a symbol, a body of Christ amongst one another, that his yeah. spirit can dwell in the atmosphere for the lame, for those that are going through famine, for those that do not know him in the pardon of their sins, that they will say, I want what they have. Whatever this feeling is in this atmosphere is lovely, it's pure, it's just, it's right. I want it, Holy Ghost. Mm-hmm. Amen. Yeah. <clears throat> we have to open up. This ooze, this wound that God has given us as women to well out for our men that are going through and under attack. Yeah. God did not just create us to come and gather together and we get all this good knowledge and understanding and you go out and lay on it. You go out and put it in your bag. That's what happened with the ten men. God gave them gifts. Their masters gave them gifts. One took the gift and buried it. Mm. The other went and cultivated the gifts. They multiplied the gifts. One had five gifts. He came back with ten. Mm. This is what we're supposed to do, not just go out and do what you want to do. If you have a ministry and God has given you 
something to burst out in his image, in the likening of his doing for his will, his work, and you don't know what you're doing, you need a midwife. You need a covering to help you understand where you're going, what you're doing, and at what time. Because there's a time and place for everything. Amen. Die. There's a time to live. There's a time to birth. There's a time to wait. There's a time to stand still. There's a time to open up. There's a time to release. There's a time to impart. There's a time for everything. Read Ecclesiastes. It'll tell you. Begin to study to show thyself approved, saints, because the time is now where we're being tested. Yes. Don't think, oh, I'm just going through, I'm going through, I'm going through. No, you're not going through. You're being tested. Wow. And you ain't passing very well. Why? Because uh, Jeremiah speaks about it. Woe unto my pastors that have scattered my sheep. Because you ain't getting that. I'm here to teach you the right way. All right. When you go out, you go out dressed to impress. So when they see you, they know who you are. Those that walk with me on this line, they know. It's only one color that I wear when I'm out. And what color is that? What's your color? These things you need to know. Wow. You may have multiple colors. But it's important. Why? Because how are they going? How are you identified? What's your identity? Has it been stolen? Has it been compromised? Mm. Has your territory been breached? Can you go back and regain your territory? Or do you have to move altogether? All right. How much power do you truly have? Where's your anointing? Where's your authority? Have you called for your elders or are you in a position to call for your elders? Just Tuesday, last Tuesday, I, I I knew it was coming because I didn't give you the cliche sermons that the enemy is thinking I'm going to follow protocol like everybody else. I'm not going to talk to you about no Easter bunnies, no Christmas trees. I'm not going to tell you that Palm Sunday is this type of this and that. I don't do pagan holidays. 
right now. I don't teach that. I don't stay on traditional things. If it didn't work for the church back then, why am I going to do it now? All right. You trying to figure out, well, God, I only planted $27 in her ministry. I only gave her $21. How is my finances increasing so rapidly? Because God said be obedient. All right. Amen. Yes. Even if you planted $7 in this ministry, God said be obedient because you have to understand, God has given your weapons and your tools to one specific person. Not two and three ministers, prophets, evangelists. What you need is supposed to be in one house. Do you have four houses you live in right now? No. You live in one house. Yes. All right. Can you live at one time? No. It's impossible. Amen. So if you are where you're supposed to be, it's just like when we were coming up as kids, and your mama said you can go outside. Your mama said, don't go in nobody's house, don't do this, don't do that. And what happened when you followed the rules? You had a good day. Yes, yes. But the day that you decide you want to go outside, mama say, don't wear them shoes because you know you're going to hurt yourself. You go put shoes on anyway. Your girlfriend is out there jumping rope, whatever, and what happened? You done skinned your knee up, your toes burnt up because you yep. want to put the wrong shoes on. Now your day and your weeks are messed up. Amen. You can't go back outside and put a shoe on because you got bandages all up your leg. You can't mm-hmm. jump over it hurt. Your disobedience causes the pain. Causes hey. the pain. Yes, it will. So when you are in alignment in the right way, you don't have a choice but to go up. You don't have a choice but to endure and enhance the goodness of Jesus Christ. Yeah. You're like, well, God, I haven't been in church all these years. Yes, and you were lied to all these years. I'm sorry. Amen. God said, be careful at the table that you eat at. Because you don't know what's on that table. You can be eating eating things that have been sacrificed. Mm -hmm. You can be on a land that's a land of a sacrificial place. And you don't understand why you encounter what you encounter. It's not always because, oh, I'm ho- I'm so anointed, I'm so holy. You know, nobody's holier than thou. Amen. Holy rollers or whatever because we talk about God and they see this light, this glow that they really don't understand. Sister Tanya, this is for you. You know, they don't want you to come into this pathway. Mm. 
they want you to stay in the path of cussing and fussing and living a life of the, mm-hmm. the, the ear drinker and those that just partied all the time. They don't want you to come into the newness that God has for you. Amen. God keeps saying, come up hither, come up hither, and you still want to stay on that small mountain. Why? Why? I pray, and I'm always told, prophet, please be careful what you say out your mouth because it comes to pass. And I know it do. That's why I say it. Because I know who my Heavenly Father is. I know the authority that I have. I know my power. All right. I know my weight. (laughs) Come on, Jesus. I walk real heavy. And whoever you are, you're going to go to that higher mountain. Because too many people have access to you on this little mountain. It only takes two or three steps for people to get to you. Yes, God was reachable. Well, we ain't God. All right. I remember, I'm going to give you this, this, this scenario. I had a spiritual daughter that was a liturgical dancer. And everywhere and everybody that God sends me, I'm always teaching them something about ministry and how to deal and handle people and atmospheres. All of us have our jobs and duties in the spirit. As a liturgical dancer, you play a heavy part in ministry. All right. I taught her some things when you go out. Number one, you don't never go out alone. You always go out with someone. Because you can't minister and watch things at the same time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You can't. When you minister, you don't know how the spirit is going to hit you or come down off of you. So you need someone to be there to cover and protect you. Amen. People come and they see that anointing on you, so they want to come and touch you. That's the first mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. First of all, be careful on who's touching on you. Who? Right what hand is touching you? Mm-hmm. The hand could be a hand of an evil one that's possessed in a person that looks like they are well-being of the Holy Spirit. All right. You have wolves in sheep's clothing. You have witches and warlocks that dwell within the men and women of the body of Christ. All right. You have to remember, we are born into sin. Mm-hmm. Sin walks with us, talks with us all day long. Yeah, we have to always be in a place of repentance. Yes, yeah. So as I'm teaching her, and I'm telling her, 
everybody does not need to be around you when you come down off that podium or pulpit of ministering because you need to come down to the spirit first. Yeah. Mm -hmm. As we are ministers on the line, we all know the levels that you can go into being high in the spirit. Sometimes it'll take you a couple of days to come down after you have ministered. Sometimes it'll take a couple of hours. It might take seconds. It just depends. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you got people that were surrounding her as she would come down. And when you go home, now you're confused. You're trying to figure out things. Well, why was this person on me? Why did this person touch me? Well, this person was praying over me. You know, I was okay with that, and I was okay with this person praying. But I remember that person, but I don't understand all things. That's too much confusion. Yeah. This is why God wants us to be heavy guarded, and this is for somebody, because you're trying to figure out, well, God, why do I got to invite people where I'm going or tell people what's going on? Because you can't do it by yourself. Amen. You're not a one-man band show. You need to call your private intercessors. Hey, I'm getting ready to do this, or God is instructed to do that, but from this time, from this time, um, you know, I need you to be in prayer. Keep me covered. Okay? That, then you get to your leader. Leader, mother, father, whatever you call in them, uh, God is giving me this instruction. <laughs> oh, is this what I'm supposed to be doing or whatever? You know, not that they're to tell you no and yes. You should look for them for that. But if you can't hear God or you don't understand him, you stand still. Amen. They mm-hmm. are true woman and man of God that's, that's truly over your soul. <laughs> Y'all know how I do. I, I cause you. What you doing? Mm-hmm. Well, that's something. I'm, I'm going to say something to that effect because mm-hmm. I, I want to hear what you're doing in the spirit. Amen. Or if I call you, you already know he done given me some information. <clears throat> And I don't know what you're doing. I don't contact you every day. So it's important about these things because we are in a time now that we don't have time to play. This is not the day where the atmospheres and air was, was, was chilled out, you know, we can pray and God will take his time to come. And No, God is moving quickly. And he's moving on multiple things at a time because we have so much that has been backed up on us and in us. Amen. We need to be healed. We need to be delivered. We need to be set free. Yes. So that we can, as we get on the line, yeah, you feel light as a feather now because God had to clean you out first. Yes. I'm not pouring my goodness that I had to sit here and suffer with. Like I said last Tuesday, I fell very ill, very quickly. Mm. And what did y'all do? Y'all called me. If you didn't call me, you text me. 
I was so ill, I don't even, I couldn't even hold a conversation. All I could do was answer the phone. And I'm like, yeah, Apostle, you okay? Yes. And I was not. Jesus. <laughs> I was very ill. I was under a spiritual attack. When I woke mm. up Wednesday morning, my tongue was black. Mm. When your tongue black, you dead. Mm-hmm. Because of the pigmentation, it's called hypertension pigmentation. It's gone. They not they don't they're not gonna say that you did. You know, or if it's medications that you've taken and it mixes with things in your body, it comes out on your tongue. And that was partial what happened too, but I knew that it was still a spiritual attack because it was bowels that was coming out. There was no food, there was no solids, there was nothing. Mm. And no one else around me was sick. Wow. But I saw God's hand move. The word of God says the weapon was formed, but it did not prosper. Right now, amen. Amen. What the enemy is trying to bring down for your downfall, for you not to move forward, for you not to encounter what you are supposed to encounter and have in life, God is bringing it down. The shields are already up. The walls and barriers are already up, conducive. You need to stop knocking them down to invite the people back in. Amen. Had I complained, murmured, moped around and all this, there's no telling what I would have allowed to come back in. Mm-hmm. Yes, I, I felt the, the symptoms linger throughout the days, but it's called, are you going to get yourself in order to fix your diet? Hey, yeah. Uh-oh. Yeah. No, I'm going to still yeah. eat that kind of way because that's just what I do. We always eat like that. It's Easter, so we're going to eat. We're going to do this. We're gonna, I'm, I'm, I'm going to tell you this now. Come September the 18th, I cooks. We eat well. But don't think you're going to have everything from the grease to the lard uh, to the butters on your table. No, we don't eat like that. We don't eat pork because God said that's not what we're supposed to eat. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. We still eat crabs. We still eat shellfish. We still eat the pork. We still Yes, we do. And everybody wants to take the scripture. Well, God said anything that is bad, he was um, blessed to be good. But if he already said not to do it in the beginning, why do we do it? Now, I've grown up eating crabs. Yes. I have no taste for crabs now. Even if we get crabs. I really can't eat it. Mm. Not of my doing. But mm. in God's time, it, it, it's going to come where your taste buds will not taste and thirst for the things that you know you should not have upon your body. Mm. Right. 
just the same way as for your ministry, for the people. You keep trying to drag Sister Mama and Boo Boo and them with you, they can't go. All right, yeah. They're not doing no work. They don't support you. What they do, they talk about you. They drag you down. Yes. Y'all get on me because I be rebuking people. I'm not going to sit up here and keep on letting you talk to me any kind of way or, or, or you get on the line and I'm pouring out all this goodness of Jesus and you sitting there being quiet. I ain't playing no dead church. Amen. I'm not no pews. I'm not going to minister to no chair. And I'm not ministering to no air. Jesus didn't do it, and I ain't doing it. Amen. That's a schizophrenic spirit. If you're going to sit there and tell me you feel comfortable with standing there by yourself ministering to chairs. Mm-mm. A being that cannot absorb anything that you're saying. Because the echo of your voice, the waves of your voice that come out of your mouth, from your larks, from your throat, it bounces off and it, it goes and echoes through the air until it disappears into the abyss. Hmm. There's no soul, there's no heart that that word or the words coming out of your mouth are entering into. And if you think it's okay to minister to dead things, something's wrong. Unless you're ministering to it to say, Lazarus, come forth. I speak life into these dead bones that they shall live again. If that's not what you're ministering to, you need to come down. Because you you wrong. You entertaining them spirits you like to hang out with. You know it's like to say blood on the back. Any glasses? Oh, any glasses? Yeah. So, I ain't going to beat you no more today because God was already beat on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> but I got to give you what thus said the Lord because you need to get up and move. Amen. I mean, you need to begin to pack because you're literally getting ready to move. Amen. All right. I received that. Get rid of things that you are not using. You need to hook up with people that live or have family um, in, in, in other countries where you can send your goods to. Stop trying to bless people in America because they don't need it. Yeah. We need to look over in the form. We need to cross over the waters. God said nation. He didn't say 
South Carolina, North Carolina, Washington, D.C., New York, Pennsylvania, Texas. He didn't say we would be right in this state here. Yeah. Praise the Lord. Welcome. It's me, Sister Dem. I'm Pastor Dawn. I was calling back to my phone. Oh, okay. We need to stand firm and strong. Yeah. Stop bending with this world. That's not where we are anymore. That's not where we are. Yeah. God wants you all to sow a seed today. And he wants you to put a title on this seed. Mm. He wants this seed to be planted for a reason. You all have to stop giving your 10% and it has no meaning to it. That's it, that's it, that's it. Stop sowing into people and you have no meaning for it, not just because they're in need. Just like God's natural way of being, when he told um with my soul spirit. When he told him to build the ark, the boat, Noah, when he told Noah to build the boat because he was going to flood the earth, there was a seed that he was given by his grandfather Mm. that was supposed to be planted when he landed on land again. And it was due to replenish the earth. A seed is not sown without a proper reasoning for it to be a seed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you plant Cazalia seeds and you get potatoes, mm. that means that was a potato seed. Mm. It wasn't planted for beauty. It was planted for you to eat. Amen. But it has to have a title. It has to have a reason of why. Yeah. It, what type of seed is this? Yes, God knows all things. Yes. But without the activation of it being spoken, yeah. it being written, because now we're going to move on over into the prophetic. Mm-hmm. 
the prophetic is God's territory all day long. The enemy can't infiltrate into the prophetic. He can't come in and dwell and go in and out of rounds and doors and all of that in the prophetic. No, he cannot. That's the supernatural mm. and God's territory all day long. He's not welcome. He can mimic because you've opened your mouth and you spoke these things. Stop talking so much. Shut your mouth because you're talking too much. You're telling too much of your business. Oh, yeah, we can make do this. I'm going to make do that. You know, I'm going to take the kids and we're going to go here and we're going to do that. The enemy has already heard and, and known now what you're going to do. Your thing is, if God is giving you leadway and ample opportunity to do or go somewhere, you begin to pray, Heavenly Father, I pray that you make clear the airways, you know, make sure the 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 pathway is set. Bring the prices down for us to be able to afford, you know, that we can save and budget, you know, have this, this, this time and place conducive to what we need it for. And you're going, you have a, self, a good time. Amen. But when you go beforehand and you start trying to tell where you're going and what you're doing and who you're doing it with, then you got all these things now. They're they trying to jump on the ship now and come with you. You've opened up the pathway, the door. Now, today God has cleaned your house. You clean. That's why you feel free. I don't feel no heaviness. I don't feel no waist tied. I don't feel no confusion. I don't feel no sickness, no ailments in the body. I, I'm, I'm, I can feel like the heart is beating correctly. The, the, the nostrils are breathing. The lungs are inhaling and exhaling correctly. Your feet, your toes are curled the right way. And, you know, your eyes not crossed and none of that. I feel you free. Now, if you ain't free, you need to speak up now so we can free you. Because you got on the line with, with some things that, that were not right. But God made the atmosphere conducive for you and your soul. Now, the thing is, maintaining this air, because God has given you a new air. How do we maintain this? Number one, when you wake up in the morning, first thing you need to say is, thank you, Jesus, or good morning, Jesus. Some of you say, Lord, I love you. Some of you start yes. singing. Some of you have um, a song in your spirit. Yes. You know, some of you smell certain um, aromas. You know, okay, that's all good. You stick with that. 
because it's letting you know that God is with you. Next thing you do is you grab your oil. Anoint yourself before you do anything. Because once you get up and you start moving about the day, you're going to forget about that oil. When you lay down at night, you have your prayer shawl. Sometimes drape yourself in it. Cover yourself. When you have time throughout the day, get your shawl, get your oil, and just cover yourself. Drape it around your shoulders. Drape it over your head. Get that intimate time in with God. Don't be on the phone calling somebody, you know, uh, what, what is God saying? Is God saying something about you? And if God knows you want to be married, God knows your husband is on the way. God is cleaning him up. Stop begging that man. Y'all already <laughs> are together. Wow. Take your time. Let God clean him up. Let God clean you up. Yes, y'all are dating. Y'all go out. Y'all date. Y'all court. Y'all have arguments. Y'all have disagreements. Y'all don't see eye to eye. It's not going to get better when you get married. Now is the time. All Can right. you deal with it? Can you handle it? All right. Are you willing to sacrifice your time to baby your husband? Mm. Are you willing to sacrifice and baby your wife? Are you on a 50-50 relationship? Are you doing 75, 45, 60, 20? What are you doing? Because all relationships are not going to present out the same way. So stop it. Don't look at grandma and mama and don't look at your girlfriend and her relationship and, and, and the pastor and their relationship. Don't look at it, oh, he need to be a man of God. He got to go to church. She got to go to church. No, do you have a relationship with God on a one-on-one base? You can go to church and still be a heathen. Mm-hmm. You can go to church and still be a bum Are you connected with God on your own? Don't have people trying to marry you and, oh, he ain't in church. It's not the man for you. If God told you that was your husband, if God told you that was your wife, you stand on him until God says no. Don't tell people about what you are doing. Keep your mouth closed. Stay to yourself about your personal business. This is not the time nor the hour to open up them gates. Amen. They don't need to see them. They don't need to smell them. They don't need to taste them. They don't need to hear them. Tell them, oh, taste and see. God is good. That's what they need to taste and hear. Call your leader. Talk to your leader about your mate. 
because they can hear from God, not a person that's already in a troubled marriage, unless God has put you all together as prayer partners for one another or witnesses for one another or, 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 or something like that. If that's not the case, you need to leave it alone because you are in each other's way. You're hindering one another. Hey, Koramansi Kutamansa. Hey, Shanamasi Keramasa Kandarabo Sataya. I did in the spirit of sabotage through marriages, through relationships, through friendships, through backbiting, through sisterhood, through brotherhood. I annihilate the adversary right now in the mighty name of Jesus who is speaking against your venues, your marketplace work, the way that you move, the way that you live and breathe with your relationship. I annihilate the adversary, his wicked schemes, his devices, his imps, his sovereignty is not for you. By the blood of Jesus, your marriage shall prosper. Your marriage shall be renewed. You shall have a second win. By the blood of Jesus, the Holy Ghost said, The marriage that's on the rocks, you think you're giving up? You not moving? God speaks today. What I put together, no man can put asunder. What work did I begin in you? I will continue until the day of its completion. For my glory. All this bickering and arguing back and forth about little things, you shall turn that hatred, the malice, the pricking of the heart, the I can't stand you, I don't want to be in the same room, I don't want you to touch me, I don't want you to make love to me, the devil is a liar, the devil is a liar. And I send him back to the pit of hell. I annihilate every divisional spirit that he could ever bring. I don't like your cooking. I don't like your mama. I don't like your sister. The devil is a liar, and the truth is not in him. You shall come together, be on one accord, loving one another. Caressing each other's heart with the looks of your eyes. It ain't got to be a physical touch, but the intimacy shall grow. Mm -hmm. The bedroom boom shall come back. Amen. Enough shall come forth. Oh, I'm real. I don't care nothing about it. This is for a lot of people. Your husband shall return back to the bedroom. Your wife shall return back to the bedroom. The mindset of a marriage, I am married. You will wear your ring. You will be in symbolic living. You will come together as one. 
Your bill shall be paid off in full. You shall not be in debt. This is a debt-free ministry. We don't walk in debt. We don't walk in shame. We don't walk in strife. We don't walk in envy. We walk in love. Give a sweet word to turn away wrath. Amen. As your husband walks through that door, you get off the phone. You acknowledge him. You acknowledge her and enters into a room. You open her doors. You pull out her chairs. You rub her feet. You rub his head. You rub his back. You speak sweet things into his ears. Yes, God. Amen. God, Apostle, you're helping me now. Everybody ain't going to be real. No, you don't want to get up and fix his breakfast, his dinner, or his lunch. You <laughs> to the best of your ability. <laughs> Shirley, this is yeah. my, And I'm calling to tell you, the car that you riding in, I bought that. <laughs> huh? I did. Now, I don't know how we got here, but I'm going to tell you, God is moving. Marriage is shell for this generation of these children will see and know that they will have role models of marriage. Yes. They will understand that God is a God of covenant. Yes, Lord. We shall live in happy homes. We don't have to live in broken homes. We don't have to live in the hood, poverty living, the ghetto, one one parent home. We don't have to live like that. The devil is a liar. The men will come back together and stand for our territories to keep our children and women safe. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Mm-hmm. I call for these things from the east, the west, the north, and the south winds shall blow and bring these men back to their rightful minds. Schizophrenia must go. The bipolar must go. Though even to my brother, Jesus, who has a wife, yeah. think he can still pimp and do what he want to do, not be a man of the house. You will be a man. You will be yeah. the protector. A woman owns the house. She runs the house. Your hands will work for it and make your tapestries, your cakes, your pies, whatever. You will be a woman of a modest appeal. You will not be out here any kind of way. You will take care of your children. All right. Society will take care of your kids. Society will not take your children from you. You will not be subject to food stamps and public assistance for the rest of your life, but you shall be free. Free indeed. You will not go hungry. You will not suffer. But it does not have to be uh, uh, subject to somebody else's hands or doing. 
God yes. has his own long suffering for us. Yes. Glory. No speaking against your relationship that you cannot live. Y'all can't be together. Y'all can't marry. The old things that's lingering with that man or lingering with that woman shall die off. That you all may come together and see eye to eye that you are meant to be together. Do you compliment each other? Do you have the capability and the um the 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 compatibility? Do you have the similar likes? Do you love him? Do you love her? And I'm not talking about this physical feeling of love. I'm talking about do you truly love with your heart? Do you look into the eyes to see another way through? Don't look in the eyes and you don't see nothing. You just see eyes. That means that's not your soulmate. You ain't seeing through the soul. Did you get into that marriage yourself? Trust in the Lord with all thine heart. Lean not into thy own understanding, for in all thy ways, God will direct thy path. And I'm here to lead you in all ways and tell you the truth of all things. God said no. Everybody's on here trying to make a decision on what should I do, where should I go, and I'm here to tell you the answer is no. God said, make no sudden moves. Until you sow your seed, make no sudden moves. And even after you make sudden moves, you still got to wait seven days. And somebody going to drop the ball because they can't wait. Your impatience is what's going to lead you to death. And you're going to try to blame me for it. Don't blame me. Blame yourself because you have to wait. If I told you the endeavors of everything I'm doing, you wouldn't even want to follow me as a leader. Because you're like, oh, you ain't got it together. That's your judgment. Go back and read Psalms 82 about judging it. Don't judge me. Because I don't judge you. I help you. I lead you the way you're supposed to go. And that's why the enemy don't want you to be connected to me. I ain't playing games with you. Don't call me with no pity party because I'm not going to have it. If I feel sorrowful and pity for you, then, yeah, I'll cry with you and everything. But I'm still going to tell you you got to get up and go and do what you got to do. These people have lied to you so bad that you're so jacked up, your house is jacked up. There's nothing in order. You can't tell nobody no. 
The Bible says let your yes be yes and your no be no. You let these ministers lie to you and get you all ruffled up on where to go, how to go, not to do this, not to do that. Cry, yell, scream, get it out. That's your deliverance. Why do you want to keep anger, malice all bottled up inside of you? Why? When you can be free. You could have been free 30 years ago when that man raped you. And all you had to do was go into the office. They already gave you a counselor. What do you think the counselor there for? I would have went in there and fell all out on the floor yell and scream, pull my wig off. I would have done everything. You had a space to do it, an opportunity, but you didn't. Now is your time. Free yourself. You got the knife. You got a sword. You got a dagger. You got a sharp tongue. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, you can cuss the people out in the grocery store and think ain't nobody see you. Because you can't count. But you ain't cut some kids out that done dropped them kids off over there for 40 years and they ain't come back and get them kids. And you got, you got ministry you got to do. You got things you got to do. But, oh, you can't tell them no? Come on now. But they keep feeding your habit. You smoke cigarettes. Oh, I'm, all I got to do is buy mom a pack of cigarettes, you know, get her a little something, something, you know. I, I buy her something spiritual or something, you know. She be all right. No. Now you allowing people to buy you. God going to judge you. God going to get you. St. Mark 1, the beginning of the gospel of Jesus Christ, the Son of God, as it is written in the prophets, Behold, I send my messenger before thy face, which shall prepare the way before thee. The voice of one crying in the wilderness, Prepare ye the way of the Lord, make his paths what? Straight. Verse 4, John did baptize in the wilderness and preached the baptism of repentance for the remission of what? Sins. And there went out unto him all the land of Judea and they of Jerusalem and were all baptized of him in the river of Jordan confessing their sins. And John was clothed with camel's hair and with a griddle of skin about his loins, and he did eat locusts and wild honey, and preached, saying, There cometh one mightier than I after me, that latcheth of whose shoes I am not worthy to stoop down and unloose. Indeed, have baptized you with water, but he shall baptize you with the Holy Ghost. And I'm stopping. If you have not been baptized with the Holy Ghost, we need to go back to the water. 
Because the Holy Ghost is what's going to suffice for all these things that we have to endure and encounter now and deal with. You can't get your diet together. You can't go to the grocery store and, 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 and purchase food that you need to purchase. Why? Because you ain't praying. Before you leave your house, you know what you don't have. Because God already said that our cupboards would not go bare. He already said we will not lack for nothing. Now, I'm going to teach you how to activate these things. If you don't believe me, try it. I've gone into the stores here lately during the pandemic. I've had people to tell me, don't put those groceries back, and it was over $40 worth of groceries. I will pay for them for you where you can go to another store that you intended to go to anyway and get the rest of the goods you need for your house. God said, what? For me and my house, we will serve the Lord. But he also said that you shall be blessed coming in, blessed going out, that your kneading bowl shall be blessed, that your store shall be blessed, your barn shall be blessed. Okay. Yeah, I don't want the blessing. I'm going to go ahead and close out. Um, Prophet Alicia, is the Lord speaking to you? Prophetess Alicia? Uh -huh. Uh is Evangelist Swenson still Prophet of Swenson on the line? Hmm. All right. Is the Lord speaking to anyone? Does anyone have any words or rebuttal to say? The angel don't put somebody to sleep. They working on that body. <laughs> Praise the Lord. I just want to testify of um, when me and Brother Vernon was babes in Christ. Um, we had we started off in a home church. Um, our mother and um, spiritual mother and spiritual father was going to a Jewish um, home, and that's where we that's where we got started. You know, they invited us to come. Well, in the midst of that, we um, we met some other um, ministers or pastors, and they were getting a, a church started. And uh, um, our Jewish family. You know, told us, you know, want y'all visit with them and get your church home, you know, uh, help them get started. Anyway, in the midst of all of that, and we're going to this, um, to this 
to this other ministry. Oh, I'm sorry. Can y'all hear me okay? Yeah. Okay, I'm just making sure. So, in the midst of um, of us fellowshipping with the other ministry, not the Jewish um, ministry, but another ministry, they would tell, they would <laughs> they would tell the congregation, you know. Brother, Brother Ferguson and Sister Ferguson, they're the same in church and at their home. You know, and we couldn't figure out why they would always say that to the congregation. But at that time, that that first year of, of us, you know, starting a fellowship and getting ourselves together in the Lord, we would, um, we, the Lord also gave us a business, so we were getting our business off the ground, and, you know, we would come in and, you know, work all day, be tired, then we would cook something, and we would hear the pastor, we didn't know at the time, of course, but we would hear the pastor knocking at our door, and he would come in and just sit. And then, you know, me and Brother Vernon, we would just go on, you know, we would finish cooking, we would do whatever, clean up, whatever we needed to do in our house, and he would just still be sitting there. But as time went on, again, the, the pastor's wife and him, you know, they would always testify, you know, Brother and Sister Ferguson, they're the same in, in, you know, in, in church, they are at home. But... I'm saying that to say this. Some of us need to clean up our homes. Some of our homes don't look like we are following after Christ. Some of our homes, um, like the pastor, pastor and his wife would say, don't even have Bibles in them. You can't even see a Bible in it in, in, the, in your home. And some of your Bibles are, are covered up and dusty. So I would just encourage everyone to make sure that your home reflects who you serve. You know, and then when people come over, you know, be hospitable. We all are. We would go to church, we would go to Bible study, we would even do whatever, you know, other churches would invite us. We, I mean, our week was big. Even our kids. Welcome to Ohio. You know, what we, what we lived in our home, it reflected in the body of Christ. What we did in the body of Christ reflected in our home. And we have kept that up all of these years. Our doors always remained open. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> they come to our house disrespecting and don't know how to act. You know. But we always had our doors open and we was always willing to help. And we never betrayed to be something that we weren't. 
some of me die, I'm at die. Some of me hold them at cold. If I'm going to stand in righteousness, that's what you're going to do. So I'm just saying what I hear the Lord saying to me. Make sure our homes are swept and cleaned up. You never know when when Apostle Shadon is going to pop up in this. I never know when, when Sister so-and-so is going to, you know, come to my house. I don't have to get it ready. It's already ready. You're going to see when you walk into my home who I serve. You're not going to have no doubt in your mind. And that's the way it should be when we're out in the world. People should know who. in their mind. And some of them ain't going to want to be around you because they're going to know. They're going to know what you're about. They're going to know what you're about in your actions and in, 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 in your conversation. You know, because you ain't, you ain't just, you know, sitting around talking about nothing. Talking about godly things. Amen. Amen. Is there any um one else? that has anything to share? Teacher Angela, is there any? Uh, no, ma'am. No, ma'am. <laughs> I'll get it later. I'll Oh. oh, um, I don't really see. So a seed. So me and um, me and my wife go sow a um, we're gonna sow a hundred dollar seed into the ministry, and um, they name the seed. So we're sowing a seed into the ministry, and I'm naming the seed for you to get a vehicle. Amen. Mm. 
Lord. I thank you, Lord. I thank you, Lord. And I'm going to say this because God, if He sends us blessings, don't be silent. Make a choice. That act of faith of the blessing, of the you need to make a sound like Romans says when you don't know what to pray for the spirit of intercession through your moanings and your groanings Mm-hmm. Activate these things so that you don't sit back and say, "Well, God, the prophet prophesied, but it ain't coming forth. I don't see it. It ain't happened yet." Well, you have to do your part. Right. You supposed Amen. to meditate on it day and night. You supposed to pray that that thing comes forth. Mm-hmm. You're supposed to speak it into existence. Mm. The main thing we all heard coming up was, I got my education. You need to get yours. And what did that do for you? It motivated you to the point where you said, I'm going to make sure I have my own because I don't want nobody to tell me nothing about this ever. I don't want to hear that. Which your mom said, this is my house. And now you grow up and you're like, I don't want to say this is my house. Cause that's all I heard. This is mine and this is not. But certain things that were spoken to us motivated us. We sheltering these kids to the point where they don't have no fear of nothing. They don't think nothing can harm them. They don't think nothing of nowhere where we were. Mm-hmm. Activate your seeds. Activate your words today. Is there anybody else? Bless the name of the Lord God Almighty. Wow. I just want to say also what you were just talking about, activating the seed. Sometimes, well, in this walk, it's called patience, and it's called a process. That's right. Asking God for, he knows your heart, and he's going to grant it to you, but it might not be in this season that he give it to you because he knows sometimes if he give it to you, you're not ready for it. 
So it's not like he's not going to give it to you. You might not be ready for it. Like if we say, God, I want a car. If he blesses me with a car, I'm going to go around, and I'm going to pick up this person and this person and that person, and God grant it to you, and you don't even go to church no more. Oh, I'm going to sit down. I'm tired this week. I'm going to wash clothes. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. So I look at it like in this season, maybe it's not time for God to do it, even like for a Boaz. I want to say this to you, Apostle. Everything you were talking about today, it blessed me even down to relationships. I mean, everything from the clothes, because I went somewhere to this church yesterday, and the pastor and the first lady had this mohawk and everything. I'm like, wow, God, we're in this world, but we're not of this world. You know, and I was just looking at stuff different, you know, and everything that you talked about is just blessed me and it has me to look at you know, my own self and what am I wearing, what am I saying, and what am I doing because I don't want to hinder. I always say I don't want to hinder no one's walk. But I look at it, if I don't get it right now, God knows. I'm 55 and I've never been married. God knows I wasn't ready for no man. I was off the chain. I ain't ready to submit. I ain't ready to do this. So I don't look at it like, well, God, everybody else getting married, and I ain't married yet. God said, you wasn't ready. So whatever you asking God for, if he doesn't give it to you, it's because maybe he knows you're not ready right now for it. It's not that he's not going to give it. You might not be ready for it. And God might be saying, I need quiet time so I can chisel this off of you and take this away from you so you can receive what I have that you've been asking for. My God. All I kept hearing was, was, come back to your first love. When he was talking about the old songs, I just kept thinking about at the cross, at the cross, where I first saw life. And sometimes God said, some of us are so far out, and we need to go back to the cross. Mm Mm-hmm. So that's what I want to say. Mm-hmm. To God be all the glory. You know, society wants us to believe we have to conform. As you were saying, you know, how you went into the churches. You know, the churches press forward for the church to be open today because of Easter. Why? Because this is the biggest pagan holiday that they make as much money off the people of God as they can. You get your Easter dresses, you get your Easter baskets, you go out to eat, you go to church, and they knew if they did not open those churches' doors that the restaurants was not going to make half of what they're going to make today, that the clothing stores was not going to make as much as they normally make. They ain't worrying about no sickness. They worrying about money. The root of all evil. We don't have to worry about money. We need it to be able to live upon the earth, to, to buy goods and things like that. But our father is rich. We have all the riches that we need. But when you walk into the store and you stand in that register and say, "Uh, my Heavenly Father said this is already paid for, so I'm going to walk out the store, they're going to lock your butt up. Oh, she's stealing. So you have to know how to apply the word of God correctly to your life. Don't be out there looking like 
a schizophrenic, a bipolar person, a mental ill patient, talking about what Jesus said, I can come in here and get this. He paid it all. And you just walk out the door. Them Koreans and Asians, they gonna they, they gonna beat you behind. So it's a time and place for everything, just like you said, you know, and, and and I'm so grateful that God has us in these veins, pathways, because we need to reiterate these things. Society want to say, when you go in church, oh, you're going to see the people with the tattoos preaching, people with the piercings preaching, and all this and all. Yet, that's because that was their old life. But God said, when you become a new creature in him, old things pass away and become whole, become all things are made new. Yes, I should not see you back then as you are now. You might have tattoos, but those tattoos shall be faded in my eyes. You should be wearing clothing that you should cover them up, not make it enhanced and say, oh, I'm wearing sleeveless clothes and I'm going to wear pants, short pants, so you can see that this is cool. Then you want to take me to the scripture to say that was for Moses back then that he could not tattoo himself. Well, if it was mm-hmm. back then, why is it in Revelations that he tattooed the tattoo on his thigh? Certain cultures had to do a tattooing method because of their culture, because of the way they live. The markings on their body told you what tribe they were from. But they want to justify why they do these things. But I can't go and worship with you when you looking like punk rock and I'm trying to get holy. I'm still thinking I could be punk rock and holy. Or I'm just confused. Are we in church or what? I don't know. Because God told me I'm supposed to look for a lady that had on white. And I don't see that. We got to be in order. In decency and in order. You can wear your color hair, your color fingernails and on your makeup, but it doesn't have to be so dramatic that you looking like Jezebel and Ahab, Rahab and, and, and Delilah and all these seducive spirits. You, you, you don't have to look like that. 
you don't have to be a man so boisterous out there that you looking like a warlock, you know, your voice all deep and, you know, you want to tell women where to go and children sit down. You ain't got to be all like that. But this is what we're going to encounter, and this is why we're talking about it today. And it's not for us to judge them, but it's for us to have knowledge to know that this is what we're going to be dealing with, and you must be ready. Because you're going to have to discern, is this the Holy Spirit up in there, or is this the flesh? Are these goats or are these sheep that I'm among? All right. Are these the heathens? Are these barbarians? Who who mm. who who are you? Mm. God, did you send me here? Did I decide to walk up on this? Oh, and what are we going to do since I am here? Because sometimes you're going to have to stop. And take a moment and, and, and pray and ask God for direction. That's true. Even as you go out on your assignment, you're going to have to stop and take a moment and ask God. Uh, um, I feel the anointing falling off of me because it's going to be so much activity in the atmosphere demonically that you're going to become demagnetized from the Spirit of God, and you're going to have to fight your way in. This is why you cannot travel alone. This is why you cannot do ministry by yourself. That's true. Hmm. Um. Hmm. I done said so much, Holy Spirit, my God. You all are going to have to ask for strength. I'm telling you. Y'all saying y'all want to walk with me, y'all want to travel, I want to go and see what she sees, Lord. You are going to have to prepare yourself. Teacher Angela will let you know how it gets intensified. They talk about us in our face. Oh, yeah. Put us out. You asked me, <laughs> you prayed for me for God to send a prophet. And the prophet comes and tears your house upside down and clean it inside out, and you get angry. They ain't ready. That's why God has given us our own ministry. Because when 
you're not accepted in your own home. <laughs> Glory be unto God. You still have your own to go to. When your family members don't accept what you're telling them, stop the drug and the drinking, leave that medication alone. You don't need to take all that medicine them doctors trying to tell you to take, but they continue to take it. All you got to do is drink more water. All you got to do is eat right. First of all, you got to drink the right water. We want to be hard-headed. We don't want to listen. If you have a word, give the word. Don't hold the word in because you don't know who you're going to bless. Don't hold your testimony behind because you don't know who you're going to set free, who's going to be delivered off of the words of your testimony. With that being said, is there anyone on the line that does not know Jesus and in the parting of their sins? Is there anyone that has not been baptized, you want to be baptized? Is there anyone on the line that has not received the gift of speaking in other tongues? If so, this is your hour to come forth that we may pray the prayer of salvation for you and with you, that you may receive the gift of the Holy Spirit, that you may receive the gift of speaking in other tongues. And as God will give us the time and date that we will um, schedule a ceremonial baptism, that you will be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ and that you will be filled with the gift of the Holy Spirit, fire baptized, filled with the other tongues speaking. Um, is there anyone on the line of those categories? Or you may just want to dedicate yourself back unto the Lord. Okay, so we are all born-again creatures. We all are saved. Is there anyone that has backslidden that wants to repent of their sins? Is there anyone that wants prayer? Um, for marriage, relationship goals, um, friendships, relationship period with the Heavenly Father.
Um, Apostle, can I please say something? You you asked me earlier, and I honestly didn't have anything to say, and I'm not going to make this a long, drawn-out thing, but I just think it's something that I – maybe because it's me and the way you can be perceived sometimes, but I want somebody else to understand something because if I have to use my life and tell my story, I'm not ashamed to tell my story so that somebody else can catch hold of something. But – it's about this word called loneliness and the anointing that most of us on this line carry. You can't be around everybody. And sometimes it's going to require you to be by yourself, to be lonely. When everybody else is at the cookout, at the little birthday party, at the wedding, you home alone. You just can't be with everybody. It, that anointing cost. I stopped wanting to be like, I don't want to be like Apostle Don. Because I couldn't, I don't know if I could have been the one to handle that anointing, what she had to go through to get that anointing that she has. And I know from firsthand for myself that she spent a lot of downtime and a lot of alone time. Because how can she effect, be effective out here to anybody if she doesn't be alone with God? So I just want to encourage you all that when you feel lonely, don't feel lonely. That's, that's part, it's part of this anointing that you carry that you can't be with everybody. You can't be around everybody. And in order to be effective out here to the rest of this dying world, you got to be So don't feel lonely. When the devil try to get you to make you think you're lonely and don't, don't nobody love you, want to be, no, that's not true. Turn your, turn your music on. Whatever, I don't care if it's jazz, turn your music on. And have your own little party, your own little whatever right there by yourself. I don't care if you had to twirl yourself around the house. Twirl yourself around the house. But never feel like you're lonely. You're never lonely. Never are you lonely. Amen. Amen. That was a wonderful point. Wonderful, tremendous. Because <laughs> you're going to take us into a whole nother dimension with that one. A whole nother realm. Holy Spirit. Mm. Can I add a little bit on to what she was saying? This Jackie. Yeah. I remember when. I remember when I felt like that, like I was telling one of my nieces' mom, I said, I feel so alone. She said, why do you feel lonely? I, just, I said, I didn't say I was lonely. I said I felt alone. But what God told me was I was in my winter season. And when you're in your winter season, when you think about the winter you don't have a lot of people coming over your house because it's snow and it's cold and, and all that kind of stuff, and like a bear, they go and hibernate. So when you, in, when you feel alone, that's your winter season. When God wants to set you aside, just like the, um, the young lady just said, I don't know her name, 
and he wants to talk with you. He he wants you to sup with him because there are some things that he wants to tell you. There are some things that he wants to take away from you. He wants to chisel those things away. And it also can be called broken. I remember that when I was going through that and I was listening to YouTube and broken came on by Shekinah Glory. And I said, that's how I feel because I was at a place where I didn't even have words to even know what to pray about. And God said, I'm in my, I was being broken. So in your loneliness, God is breaking you because how can you get an egg, whether you like it boiled, fried, or scrambled, unless it first must be broken? And so God said, when you're alone, I'm trying to break you so I can break all those things that are still holding you or keeping you bound because where I'm taking you, you can't go there. If you can't, like for me. Like for me, I used to cry all the time. And God said, what are you doing? I said, all I'm doing is crying. He said, that's it. Because when I'm taking you, you can't wear your feelings on your sleeves all the time. So what he was doing was showing me the me and me and those things that need to be taken away and, and closing doors and don't open them back because when I'm taking you to another level. But if you don't be still and feel lonely, embrace it because God is breaking you so what he has poured inside of you, it could come out. My God. <laughs> Amen. My God. Amen. Y'all done shifted service to a whole nother round. Come on, I love it. Pull on the anointing, pull on the, the coat tail of Jesus so he can tell you all about it. Amen, yeah. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of times, some of us, we're so busy, 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 busy. God said, they that have an ear, let them hear. But if you're always busy doing this and doing this and doing that, how are you going to hear what God is saying to you? He tell us about being a busybody. He talks about being a busybody. He talks about the the women being silly women. He talks about the women using their words, their mouth as being slick as oil. He mm-hmm. talks about it. Mm-hmm. He talks about it. And we need to be careful. And these things are true. You know, don't feel like you're alone. I, I, <laughs> trust me, I'd have been there numerous a day and still be there. All because of the cost, the cost of the oil. Yes. yes the oil yes, cost. Yes, the cost. Mm-hmm. You have to pay to whom much is given, much is required. Yes, Lord. Just because you are a child of the kingdom of the Most High God, that does not mean you got a free ride. Now, favor is not fair. Because he grants us with favor. But you have levels to favor. 
you have different realms and dimensions of favor. Because you can have favor as a husband as you have found your wife. But you have favor that God will open doors for your marriage as a woman when you are praying and in the midst of your waiting, you ask God to grant you a favor. Because if a man finds you and he does not see the favor in you, which he doesn't know that the favor is there, because his life doesn't start until he finds you, because he has to have favor to go over to the next journey in his life. Just as well as you get your second wind as you have encountered him. Because what he has possessed within him, it may be your healing, it may be your deliverance, it may be your way to your job, it may be a, a, a way for you to get to the next step, to clear your credit, to clear your name, to get into a house. It's, it's so many things. That's how you know you are in the presence of the right one. That's how you know you've encountered the right spiritual being because you're moving forward. You're not stuck. You're not stagnant. Amen. Oh, I feel full. I'm not thirsty no more. I'm not hungry no more. I don't have to go and search and listen to this service and that service. I, I'm, I'm just stuck with just this one, and I'm good. I don't have to listen to multiple people. Because if you get still and you allow the process to come forth, as she said about being alone, being alone strengthens you. Being alone heals you. And it's not that you are alone. You are separated from what the distractions are in life. Cutting that TV off, cutting your phone down, getting off of social media, stop listening to everybody's conversation, letting everybody call you, vent to you, uh, can you pray for me? And uh, Because they don't really want that prayer. They just want attention. You sit up here, huckabucking and shuckabucking, and you, Jesus, and you get off the phone and you like, was I, did we pray? Okay, we was. Uh, I know I just prayed. Yeah, you just prayed to the abyss because the soul didn't receive it. In the book of Matthew, it's called "You Pray to Miss." And how do we pray to miss? Because it's lust, the lust of the soul. People don't really want to be free. They don't want God. And you have to discern these things. Stop having people call you, asking for prayer, 
asking for you to help them with the word and this and the third, and you need to tell them, are you going to go back doing the same thing because this is not going to help you? Are you going to have a mindset to want to be free? Or do you have a mindset that you want to change? Because if you don't put that firmly in them, they're going to think that this is the way that we do God. Oh, I can come to him any kind of way, and I tell him, yeah, God, I'm going to change. I'm going to change, but we're going to go, and we're going to go to this party, and I'm going to get drunk, and I'm going to smoke my cigarettes, and I'm going to get my weed and my crack. I'm going to hit my pipe day. And then when somebody done bust you upside your head and you don't know what's going on, then you want to call back into the Lord and ask him to help you. We don't have time to play them games. Heart and mind must be sincere. God gives us grace periods, he does, but God gives tired too. And we must be able to discern whether we're being used just to be a point of contact for a pulling of the anointing. We got to be real with ourselves. And stop allowing people to play games with the body of Christ because they're laughing at us. They ain't laughing with us. They're laughing at us because they're gaining our territory. Stop allowing your family members and friends to pull on you like they're trying to walk with you, talk with you. No, they're not. Some of them are making a mockery of you. Oh, look at her. She just thinks she all that. Oh, she just thinks this and she thinks that and he thinks this and he thinks that. The same things I have, the same things I'm, I'm gaining, you can do the same thing with the Heavenly Father that I have as well. But because you don't try him, don't 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 knock me because I've tried him and I know him. But to God be all the glory, for He is risen. It is finished. Upon this day. I continue to keep myself anchored in the Lord. I trust in him. I lean not into my own understanding, but in all thine ways, I ask him to direct my path as he continuously to lead me by the still water, as I walk through the valleys of the shadow of death, as I may find myself in the wilderness, as I may find myself in an empty place, a darkened place, 
I will not stay there. I come out. I am flourishing. I am above and not beneath. I am first. I am the head and not the tail. I shall and will be victorious over all things, all situations. Those things that I am predestined to have, it shall be unto me as God has given me his will, that his will shall be conducive unto my life. I will not be subject and pray to the enemy's wicked schemes or devices. All things shall be brought down low of the enemy, that I will not follow him. But I am a follower of Jesus Christ. For today, God, as you have given up the ghost, I give up my soul unto thee, that you will do with me as you will and as you please, that I may be stronger, that I am healed, I am set free, I am delivered, I am filled with the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah, God. And I lay all my burdens and problems down, God. I lay them at your feet, that you, God, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven, O oh God, as you give me this day my daily bread, Father, that I shall eat and feast off of thee, that I shall hunger no more, I shall thirst no more. But God, I thank you. I thank you for those that desire to plant a seed into the ministry today. For whatever they desire to plant it for, whatever title they have put upon it, oh God, whether it's for the fruit or the spices, Lord God, um, for a rejuvenation, whatever it may be for. I pray that it will be blessed in your garden, O oh God, that it may flourish, Father, that it may be plentiful, O oh God, that it may last all the seasons, Father, and not wither away too prematurely, but it shall last either it's for a year round or if it's seasonal, God. Let you be the author and finisher of the faith and the determination of it so, God. Have thine own way. Have thine own way, God. Let not my heart be troubled. Let me not lean unto my own understanding, but in all thine ways, God. It's just a breath of my in the mighty name of Jesus, I pray, God, for the sick and the shut-in, for those that had time to get on the line to hear a mighty word from you today. Father God, in good measures, pressed down, shaking together, running over, Lord God, their cup runneth over, the oil, Lord God, that is flowing, shall continuously to flow upon all lives of your people that are hearing this message today, God, that they will be strengthened in their souls, strengthened in the words that come out of their mouth, Lord God, strengthened in their bodies, strengthened in their minds, 
and their immune system, their regulatory system, God, I thank you that there's nothing dead within us, and if it is, God, that you will remove it out of the way of your people. Riki Yamasi, Yama, your, bless your name, God. All endeavors that we need to get done, Father, all paperwork that needs to be signed, Lord God, that it will be signed, paid in full, Father. Father God, all things that work together for the good, we know, Father, that you are there to work it, Father. And we just lift our eyes and say, thank you, thank you, thank you. God, to be all the glory. Thank you, Jesus. and minds are clear when you come out of a charged atmosphere such as this I teach you not to come down out of the spirit so quickly because you don't want to encounter a headache or other ailments or sickness in the body if you have to spit spit it out and sometimes you cry you may flagellate, you know, all these ways are exit points of things that are not supposed to be in the body for them to remove themselves. Sometimes it's just impurity things and you may not have anything in you that possessed you. It's just that the flesh may want to be cradled at that moment. The flesh wants to rise up in a sexual way. Be mindful of that even when you are in church or at home and you have come out of a deep meditation, a deep worship, you just let the music play and you sit and be calm and patient until as I breathe the breath of life back into you that you may be able to go and be charged throughout this week I don't know who this is for, but somebody's going to receive something.
God is gonna use you. God is speaking about moving. But I saw somebody 
wrestling. I saw somebody wrestling with something, like you have like a suitcase or a briefcase or something in your arm and you're wrestling with it, but also someone's trying to take it at the same time. But it's also like you have a thorn in your back. So it's like you're going through it's like you're going through a number of things. I don't know who this is about, but you're wrestling with something spiritually, but it's also in the natural. see the colors red and white. I see almost as if you were in a marching band and The red represents the cleaning. The white represents the purity. God wants you to clean out your insides. He wants you to be cleansed. There's someone going through with their gut, the gut issue. There's some blockaging going on within the gut area of the body, like the midsection, and
There's the gut area. God wants us to <laughs> on a fair key, a fair note. God wants us to be on a smooth, plain path of where our feet will not slip, we will not fall and stumble, because there is answer. God be all the glory. Those are the things I saw in the natural, spiritual realm. Bringing them to the natural. We all must know our limitations. for you. You speak everything you get crazy.
this truly what does says, Lord, I am your apostle, apostle of God. I'm giving you the word of the Lord. Do you have any questions? Well, 